Hey guys, welcome to Minefields. It is an honor to have Miss Lola. Say hello. Hola! <laughs> Good to have you. Thanks for taking time out today. I know you're training a lot. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for having me on here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my uh, Our homegirl Lilith recommended you. So yeah, absolutely. Say no more. Uh, she couldn't have said anything nicer about you. So it was nice. And thanks for, thanks for responding to me. I slid into your DMs. <laughs> hey, I'm some guy you barely know. You want to be on my podcast about wrestling? <laughs> I mean, I didn't read it in a creepy way, so <laughs> I guess that's I good. I didn't type it in a creepy way. <laughs> so uh, tell us who you work for. Yeah, so I am part of Devotion Championship Wrestling. Located there in the Salt Lake City? Yes, in Salt Lake City. <laughs> How long have you been uh, working for them? Um, So it's been almost two years. Yeah. Wow. How did you find them? <laughs> um, well, I've been wanting to do wrestling for a long time and um i saw a post saying that there was a new wrestling school coming up and um i wanted to try it out and see how it would go and i've been going to the trainings ever since then so yeah how often, <laughs> how often are you training Ooh, um three days a week and then i do a few things out, practice a few things at my house. So, <laughs> who are your trainers? Huh? Who are your trainers? My trainers right now are um, Manny Lemons, um, Rekka Tehaka, um, and uh, we had So Well, um, Echo. Um, recently now we have ship with, uh, Al Snow's wrestling Academy. So that's been incredible. I saw that. Now, uh, you got that list of names. You got, you got fucking lucky. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. I mean, just, I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's kind of surreal, I guess. Um, just didn't expect a lot of, um, you know, with these support. Yeah. Yeah. The support. And so it's been incredible. It's been hard, but it's been incredible for sure. How's the transition for you from regular life to wrestling life? Cause I've gotten to the point where I only like being around people in the business. Like it's just, that's all I think about. Um, comic books and wrestling constantly. How, how uh, has it turned the volume down on uh, all the normies that aren't into wrestling? I mean, before wrestling, I would just go to work and then come home, um, go out with, with a few friends here and there, but my life was just mostly just going to work. <laughs> um, and so when wrestling came around, um, I mean, that's basically what I, I my, my mind is focused on. So now it's like I either go to the gym or I'm training or I'm watching wrestling. Um, and I've made friends and so I'm either hanging out with them and they're, you know, wrestlers. So yeah, my life revolves around wrestling 
now <laughs> for it, sure. How does it make you feel as a person to be a wrestler? And, and and once you learn the camaraderie, I mean, like, is it really beefed up your self-esteem, your view on the world? Actually, it's been kind of, I've always felt more like a, a confident person. Um, but I don't know, for some reason, just being in wrestling, I've compared myself a lot to like a lot of people and kind of brought myself down, um, which has never really happened to me before. And so it, I've really had to like fight through that and talk to a few people. Um, and honestly, without, um, my friends supporting me and encouraging me, um, I don't, I don't know how, you know, how long I would have stayed in, in this business. And, and it's not even, it hasn't even been a long time, you know? So, right. Um, but now I'm in a really good place and I feel more confident and, um, in myself and I, yeah. <laughs> how, how do you, how do you deal with that? I mean, that's a, that's a big deal. I was talking with a few people, uh, in the past couple of weeks because, um, I, I have a lot of people reach out to me and I'm very fortunate uh, because, uh, you know, they, some people want advice Some people, no one comes asking for like, uh, you know, to for me to beef up their ego or anything like that. But, uh, even just my friends, like in my real life will reach out to me, like, how are you always so like this? Or how, how can I overcome this? And how do you personally deal with it when the walls start coming down and your mind starts collapsing that you're not good enough? You might be thinking that there's other wrestlers that are better than you or that you might not be good enough or you'll never be good enough. Uh, are those the thoughts that come in your head? And if so, how, how do you deal with them? How do you stomp them out? For sure. Um, for me, I just kind of put that aside, if that makes sense. Like wrestling or the person I am, like, or what I do, like, is like, that's not my identity. And then I just remind myself of, the person of who I really am. So it's like, just because let's just say I can't do a drop kick. Does it mean I'm oh, like so horrible and so bad? And so I just give myself grace of that. Do you know what? I'm still learning. It's okay. Like mm -hmm. take it step by step. And if someone says something negative that I did in a match or something, take that and then just work on it. So I just, um, Do you... I motivate myself. <laughs> um, I read a lot of books also about self-confidence and, um, I listen to positive music and I try to watch positive videos and, um, and I also reach out to friends and kind of let them know what, what I'm going through and, um, see their, you know, just hear what, what they have to say. Like, yes, maybe you do have to work on this, but it's okay. Right. Any books in particular stick out that you've read that really had an impact on you? Um, <laughs> yeah. So there is one um it talks a lot about fear and it's one of my favorite books it's called 
in a pit with a lion on a snowy day. Um, and it, yeah, like I said, it's about overcoming fear. So that one's been really good. That's a, that's a common thing that a lot of people don't realize is, is actually the problem is, is, I mean, you can say all day the quote things like fear is the mind killer. Of course it is. But if, unless you actually understand it and can see the forest through the trees, it's, it's something that if you, is constantly going to be overlooming, like, you know, sort of Damocles, you know, about to come down and, and, and crush your mind. Or when you don't realize that you're your own worst enemy that's holding you back, things like that. People, I think people now are starting to be, be a little bit more awoken to how to deal with those sort of things. And I feel that you wrestlers have to, have to do it exceptionally uh, faster and, well, constantly because well, for example, do you read the uh, do you read the comments on the on the videos? Um, on YouTube, I don't. Um, but you? like on my Instagram and Facebook, I do. There hasn't been anything negative that I know of mm-hmm. <laughs> so far, so that's been good. And TikTok also. Um, yeah, TikTok's actually been a, a a big one where people have said negative things, but there's mostly positive. So I don't even really remember what the negative things were that were being said. Well, good, good. So it, it doesn't really set you off. Yeah, but have no. they have they said anything like really like degrading or like like you as a person? I mean, really trying to hurt you. Have you gotten anything like that yet? No, not yet. Thankfully. <laughs> good, good. Um, yeah, I, I, I would say even Joe Rogan says, uh, "Don't read the fucking comments, man. <laughs> don't don't read the comments. It's not worth it. it. It'll it can really just suck you in and really suck you down. And um, you know, when and if I'm not saying that it when because I think you're a bad wrestler. Obviously, not you're on my show. Um, right. But when and if because there's some assholes out there in the internet wrestling community. Um, I wish you the best of luck and have a you know a good foot foothold for for when something really hits you in the face like you know the first time it's like the it's it's similar to um, like the first time you got in a fight you know when they say in Fight Club you never know how you're going to react until you actually get in a fight you'd like to think that you're gonna you know really kick some ass but once it happens and it's in your face uh, you you don't know what you're gonna do yeah <laughs> yeah so but. No, you guys, you've got a good, you've got a real good backing system there. A lot of great people are, are surrounding you. I absolutely am in love with Devotion Wrestling. I, I need to find, be able to way to figure out to watch it live as opposed to just watching the clips because you guys have such a tight show. The production values, the, you can tell how invested you guys are in, in your, in your, uh, in your craft just from 15 minutes of it with maybe only a minute of watching wrestling. I appreciate it. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. And you should totally come down. That would be great. I am waiting for someone to have an extra spot when they're hauling ass to Salt Lake for me to like ride along with them too. Cause I, I want to do a, I want to do a, a, a trip to a, a, a wrestling road trip podcast and also, you know, get to meet as many of you guys as I can over there in Salt Lake city. Um, but moving along, um, how did wrestling call to you? I mean, like, you you don't just wake up in the morning and say, you know, I think I'm going to be a wrestler. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I used to watch it here and there 
um, Sunday mornings on Telemundo. Um, for those of you who don't know what that is, it's a Spanish channel. <laughs> um, so I would watch it with my dad. I think I was about like seven, six years old. Um, what really sticks out to me was like the a feud between like Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio. Yeah. So mm. like I I remember that. And um then I don't know, like for some reason, like we just kind of stopped watching it or um everyone, everyone tunes but out I didn't bit. know like what channel or really like what times it was on because it was just my dad. He would always put it on. Um, and then, um, fast forward to when I was like 13, it was a Sunday morning, 11 a.m. And there was a match between Randy Orton and, uh, Matt Hardy. And I was like, oh my gosh, I remember this. I used to watch this with my dad all the time. Um, and so then I saw, you know, that they had a website, WWE.com. I went on there and I saw when, um, like the, the times and I would just watch it ever like raw SmackDown ECW when it was around, Wonderful. I would watch that like every single day and the, I was just hooked. Um, but what made me want to become a wrestler. Um, so there's, don't tell me it was an impressive boy. Huh? Don't tell me it was the impressive boy. Oh no, not at all. I'm joking. Not at all. I'm joking. No. So there's this match. I, I don't know if you know this match. It was on ECW. Um, and it was, uh, a Tommy Dreamer. Uh huh. You're speaking my and, language. I like you a million okay. times more now that you're ta- okay. you want to talk ECW with me because that's just making me real happy. <laughs> Tommy Dreamer uh, with Terry Funk. Mm hmm. Continue. And Beulah. Awesome. And then it was. <laughs> Beulah. Edge. And Lita. Mm hmm. So you're talking you're talking ECW when it was already, when they it was the original one was already over and they just brought it in they they reestablished it on the on the main roster in, in WWE right? So this was like an old clip. I think this was even before I was born, maybe or I was like really really little. No, it. How old are you? If you don't mind me asking. I, <laughs> I'm 25. <laughs> I'm 37. Okay. Yeah, so you know, I, I get you. We keep going. So, what 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 struck you about that match? And you were just like, "Shit, I got to do this." It was just amazing. There was barbed wire, and there was thumbtacks, and there was tables, and I just I loved it. <laughs> Although personally, I don't think I would be in like a bloody match like that. But for some reason, I was like, I want to do that. 
you you got to be careful when you start talking about ECW to guys that are into wrestling because oh next thing you know everyone's gonna be giving you googly eyes. So careful when you start throwing around ECW stuff, okay? <laughs> That's funny. Next thing um, you know, it's like, hey Lola, what are you doing later? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so okay, so you got the bite, you got the bug. Now huh? I, I want to talk more about you before we get more into into wrestling. Uh, where are you from? Originally, I am from Peru, Lima, uh, the capital city, Um, and I came to the States when I was eight months old. You guys speak Spanish way too goddamn fast. (laughs) Yeah, a few people have told me that. Especially when you're mad. (laughs) <laughs> I, pro- I promise yeah. not to make you mad. I promise not to make you mad because I'm I'm Mexican myself. I'm Mexican, Spanish, and uh, Apache. And uh, I remember my mom the other day was like, well, how come you don't ever date any uh, Latina girls? And I'm like, because I already grew up with two uh, – my sister and my mom, I already grew up with two very overbearing women. I'm I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. Hispanic parents – Yep. Like every morning I get yelled at and I'm like, mom, like, mm-hmm. can't we just have a good morning? <laughs> She's like, no, take the trash out. I'm like, okay. All right. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> but it's in love. You it's know, a, it's always that's, in love. that's how they love. <laughs> it's, uh, I love getting to speak to other Hispanics, whether you're uh, South, um, you know, South American or from Mexico, or even uh, Spaniards, or man, I've had friends that are Venezuela. It, it's like uh, it's there's such a good bond. I mean, because there's certain things that we do as brown folk that we just know right off the bat. Like, have you, like when I hang out with Jay Zilla, like we can say things in Spanish and without any any context for anyone to understand, and he'll just look at me and like, "Yep, exactly, <laughs> exactly." <laughs> uh, has has that uh, being uh, being South American uh, or not being from the country itself has that caused any problems for you? Not at all. Um, I I mean, yeah, not not at all. Actually, <laughs> it's, I think it's actually been really cool that I can represent the Hispanic community in DCW, especially when um, Telemundo comes around. Um, they're like, is there anyone who speaks Spanish? And I'm like, I do. So. Right here. See. Si. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm third generation uh, Mexican. None of us know how to speak Spanish because all our parents spoke it in front of us. So we didn't know what the fuck they were saying. And it really, there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, there's an old Cheech and Chong song where they say Mexican Americans love education. So they go to night school and take Spanish and get a B. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "God damn, I did that!" And then I forgot everything. <laughs> I forgot everything, and I'm I'm really glad that um, you've had that sort of experience because I've I've met people that have had some really bad experiences because people didn't, you know, simply like the color of their skin or assume like I uh, do. You get do you get a lot like people just immediately assume you're Mexican? Of course, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but if. I lived in like Florida. They'd probably think I'm from like Cuba, Puerto Rican or Dominican or something. Same with New York, you know? Um, so it's, it's understandable and not that many people know really where Peru is. Right. Um, 
But actually, the Dora movie, um, the actress, um, she is Peruvian, and the whole story is um, about the the Incas and Peru. So I thought that was really, really cool, which also, I guess, kind of um, inspired me to be uh, Lola. (laughs) <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get to your gimmick in a bit. I want to talk more about you. For sure. All right. So how did right, so how did you guys come to the states? Like your your dad get a job, or you guys decide screw it, we're getting the hell out of Dodge and going to going to Florida. No. So my grandpa actually came to Utah when my mom was a teenager, um, and so my grandpa would come back and forth from Utah to Peru all while she was growing up. Um, and then when I was born, um, my grandpa suggested that just the whole family come over just so that I can have a better future here. Um, and so, and then you fucked it up and became a wrestler. And then I, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't really, yeah, cause I always think about if I did grow up in, in in Peru, like the life is just so, so different. Like, I wonder if I would be like in the corner, like selling candy or something, you know, like, I don't, Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I appreciate you sharing that because that's, that's a big deal because when people think Peru, I find that most people, could, well, yeah, like you said, can't pick it out on a map. And second off, think it's like a third world country type bullshit, and it's that's not the it's not the truth. I mean, there are parts that are not as well off, and can if you that's all you saw. I mean, it's like that for most countries. I mean, if you come to the states and you go to fucking Alabama, like what what are these guys up to? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's I, I find the culture to be very beautiful. I had a one of my bosses. Her name is Connie, and uh, she was Peruvian, and she put the like I I don't take direction well. I don't. I don't get along with my bosses very easily. You have to really inspire some trust. But she, uh, I'm I'm six foot three, and this tiny five foot one uh, Peruvian lady put the boot to me fast, <laughs> fast. And all she had to do was give me a look like my mama gave me, and then and next thing I know, I was like, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. I even went to her church one time, like just because she wanted me to find God, and I was like, you know what? Uh, your your um, expression is coming from uh, a beautiful place. So you know what? I'm gonna check out. I'm gonna go to your church with you. And it wasn't it wasn't my deal, um, but it was so nice to share that with her because I was able to give her that that respect. And uh, like I said, I appreciate you sharing that sort of thing because it's sometimes it can be difficult. Yeah, for sure. I mean, my story about coming to the United States was very easy and I'm very thankful um for my grandpa for my mom um because I know other people have had it really really rough mm-hmm. and so I I'm just very thankful for the opportunities that that I've had and yeah <laughs> why why Utah like uh is your family Mormon no actually <laughs> Um, so there's just like a big, like, 
farming or like ranch thing um that so my grandpa came for work so that's the only reason and he had there were other states too but he chose utah Mm -hmm. for some reason so yeah (laughs) no it makes sense because utah is it's high desert it i mean like you guys don't get too much snow but it's also a quick drive to it's a quick drive to places that have work like california colorado uh it's 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 a bit of a hub yeah (laughs) is there is there a large uh peruvian uh community there um not so big recently i have been um what is it like meeting new peruvians i've been involved in like a peruvian dance group so that's kind of where i've been meeting more peruvians um so that's been really cool um but where there are a lot of peruvians though is actually new jersey there's like a you know how there's chinatown yeah so there's like a peruvian town over there and i've always wanted to go (laughs) I, I would really recommend making sure everyone knows you're Peruvian because then, like, I don't know if you've noticed, but when you come to Colorado Springs Wrestling, there's like 20, um, before, before COVID hit, there was like 20, 30 people there that are all Puerto Rican freaking out just to see Puerto Rican uh, Javier Cruz. And he, he's got his own crazy little section over there and they're nuts for him. So let everyone know it. They'll come out to support you, man. Like, I go out to support Mexican wrestlers, like, right off the damn bat. I don't give a shit if they're good or not. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know where all the Peruvians are in Colorado, you know? Like, are they in Denver? Are they in Colorado Springs? Like, I I don't know where to I think find. I think I'm going to I think I'm going to find it and start handing out Lola flyers and then let's see what we can do. Oh, that'd be really cute. Thank you. Your your own your own section cuz you you deserve it, man. You deserve it. Um you you came highly recommended and you didn't come recommended from someone that let me phrase it. You came recommended from someone whose whose opinion uh, really matters to me. So, like that, you deserve it. Thank it up, you. Man. You deserve it. You're working for uh, devotion, man. You guys got you guys got that area by the bees, man. Like it's it's awesome. Like uh, you, the show on Sunday, you've got a great place to wrestle. Uh, the people you're with, I mean, Manny Lemons, Rekka, I mean, like, man, I love those guys. And I especially love the Brothers Grimm. They gave me my own uh, Brother Smith. Uh, I think I'm the only person in the in this uh, uh, state that has Brother Smith, Smith merch. They made it just for me, <laughs> for my vest. <laughs> yeah. so. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I love the Brother Smiths. They're hilarious. And, um, yeah, they're they're awesome. <laughs> All right, so we know where you came from. Uh, you, you grew up most of the time in Utah. Was it like so from age like two to like now? Yep. <laughs> now we, Just lived in Utah my whole life. So we we got to how you started wrestling. Now let's talk about let's talk about your gimmick because it took a bit for me to like this uh, Lola character for like, but you really got it over for on me, man. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> how did you How did you land on the door of the Explorer? Um. <laughs> So during trainings, um, one of my trainers would always call me Laura and he'd be like, yeah, because it's like Dora and you kind of look like Dora. So Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. Um, and then 
one day, um, I was like, do you know what? I think I might try this like Dora thing and see how it goes. Um, but I don't want to be called Laura. Um, so I was just looking through names and Lola. (laughs) I was like, I really like Lola. Um, and so then I, I did it and I got a really, really good response and I've stuck with it since then. (laughs) So it's the, this is the only gimmick you've ever done since training. Um, I did do like a Peruvian princess type thing, but like I said, not that many people really know (laughs) um, what Peru is or anything about the Incas unless they've watched like Emperor's New Groove maybe. Mm -hmm. But other than that, people didn't really know what that was, but people know who Dora is. So I think that's I got a better response for sure. Everyone knows who, who Dora is. It's a it's it's a good deal, man. It's a good deal. How how did you feel? Right. So you got the gimmick. Uh, you're a gorilla. What was going through your mind the first time you went out as as Lola? Oh. <laughs> um. Well, I cut a promo actually. Um, it was in a match. Um, I was just nervous, I guess, of what I was going to say. Um, but like I said, people, people responded really well. So I, so that's, that gave me confidence that I should continue doing this. Has anyone given you shit for being a, doing that character? In the beginning, actually there were a few people that were like, Oh, how long are you going to do this for? type of thing like they were kind of unsure waiting for you to do something else uh, huh they were waiting for you to do something else before they paid attention to you yeah um i mean it wasn't any devotion wrestlers um it was actually more like out of state people um tell me who they are if they're here in colorado go talk to them no no they're not <laughs> in colorado <laughs> they're not in colorado um but yeah so but now I, I've even gotten um, their support too. I think I've, I've won them over, and I've showed them that yes, I can be Lola. <laughs> you know, I, I watched a ton of your matches, uh, pretty much everything I could find of you on YouTube, and you got so over with me. So Aww, that's awesome, <laughs> dude. I, and I'm a dick when it comes to wrestling. <laughs> like, uh, I, I really am. I really need to like. I really need to think things through, but then like. I I believe you. That's that's the, that's what that's what hit me the other night was I believed you. That and that's what that's when I really get invested is when I'm not like oh they're doing this, they're doing that. I'm or I'm waiting for them to do something different. When you start to believe them is when it's like when you're you're there. Like okay, I got to buy the shirt. Uh <laughs> got to buy the shirt like all all the good stuff. So, uh good job. Um, it, it's your work is paying off, and uh, I can't wait to see more of you out there. But let's let's talk more about your gimmick. So you're doing a promo here. Um, obviously, as Dora, it's just implied that you're a babyface, right? For sure, yeah. <laughs> Do you feel that limits you? Like you always have to be like goody two shoes, or does that actually help you when you're when you need to think fast on your feet and say something on the fly or do something on the fly? 
So as a person, I feel like naturally I'm a baby face and it's really hard for me to be heel. So it, it fits really well with me being Lola. <laughs> I was thinking how much fun you would have been in Lucha Underground because I would have figured out a way to like give you some – for you to discover some ancient artifact that accidentally turns you completely evil. I mean just as part of the story. It would have been a lot of fun. Just see a, <laughs> just see a month of you just being a, a heel like just – and not even like really overthinking it. Just like putting on extra eyeliner and smearing it a little bit later, a little bit more. Maybe your shirt's dirty and like – like, what happened to Lola? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've actually, there's been a few people that really want to see Chola Lola. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, for the Chola Lola, it's got to be a wife beater, a white wife beater with a black bra, the the one line underneath the, for the, the lip liner under here. Uh, you got to be careful with bandana you pick. And, uh. <laughs> And you need some dickies. <laughs> Cholo, that's awesome. Like, okay, please just do that for a month. <laughs> just be yeah, I mean, she, I mean, Chola Lola will make her debut at some point. It make, will. Make sure I'm there. <laughs> okay, I, I will let you know. <laughs> well, I, I know, I'll, I'll keep it on the DL so make sure that no one knows that it's happening, but uh, I'm definitely going to pop for it. That sounds like such a lot of fun. Uh, it, <laughs> all right, so we're, you're, you're working with Devotion. You're training three times a week, which is probably mm, two times more than a lot of people uh, lately are, are training. And I don't know if you uh, saw any of the, uh, like the, the chat room notes. Like If you're not training, you're not getting booked. So you're doing three times a week. How often are you hitting the gym? Yeah, I go five times. Um, what is it? Five times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, weekends are my day off, just to relax and mm-hmm. you know come back to. So I don't overwork myself, I guess. Right. <laughs> what do you do for fun in your shoot life? What do I do for fun? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> I honestly, I love um, being with children um, and I have a niece. And so I just love hanging out with her and playing with her. And um, I also get ideas of what I could do as Lola from her sometimes or the things that she says. So, So she's writing this for you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have your own kids? I don't. I have two dogs. Are you married? Yeah. You got a partner? No, not at all. Um, but I I do work with children. Um, so that that's that's really fun. <laughs> Is all your family still around? You get to hang out with them a lot? Yeah, yeah, my family. I mean, my family's just in and out. They're either at work or they're at home. Um, but the weekends is kind of like where we all hang out. How did they respond when you wanted to be a wrestler? Wow. Uh, <laughs> well, at first, um, so I, I started wrestling actually when I was like, 16 i did it when i was eight months what when i I did it for eight months Mm -hmm. um 
And my mom didn't like that at all um, because it was just me and then this other girl and then the rest were guys. Everyone was much older and it was, you know, so I, I understand. But when I was 16, I didn't really, I was just like, mom, I just want to wrestle. I just want to learn, you know? And, um, but I had to stop. Um, but then when I came back again last year, yeah, something like that, um, my mom was still kind of like, oh, you're going to do this again? I'm like, yes. And this time I'm I'm paying for it. So <laughs> you can't say anything. Um, and at first it was just a little hesitant but uh, to come to um, the shows. But now she comes and she's very supportive, actually. So that's been really cool. You got your own cheering checks and that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome you got when you can win your when you can win your mama over then you're then you're over yeah yeah for who, sure who do you usually hang out with there uh that are that wrestle with you there in devotion like you guys get together at night and hang out like is it like you guys pretty close-knit yeah we're like a family after trainings we all go out to eat um and discuss um what we did in training and what we need to work on so it's we're we're all pretty much a a group. Where do you guys usually go eat? Huh? Where do you guys usually go eat? Oh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I bet there's like <laughs> one waitress that always loves waiting on you guys because you guys show up and you know what it's like to work, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, all the waiters and waitresses know who we are. <laughs> who's uh? Who's your who's your best friend there? Uh, that that takes care of you there in devotion my best friend there um she's new actually she's a uh trainee um grace um she's been really helpful to me even though she (laughs) um she is new she is a fast learner um and so i mean she's when we're practicing or something she sees something you know she's really easy or she tells me you know what I need to correct and not even just in wrestling but like in life I think she's someone who keeps me accountable um and to be the you know a better person than than what I was yesterday so is it making you a better wrestler treating her the way that not that you were treated bad when you first got in but treated her the way that you'd want to be treated and then also being able to give that tough love? Sorry, repeat your question. <laughs> Is it improving you as a wrestler getting to take her under uh, your wing? Yes, for sure, because I'm also able to correct her in things that she needs to work on, and so it's like I'm kind of checking myself too to see, oh, wait, how do I do this? Am I doing it wrong too? And so we're just both correcting each other, but also, of course, allowing the people around us, especially the trainers, to um, to correct us if, if we're doing something wrong. But, what yeah. Are, it, sorry. Sorry. No, uh, <laughs> no. What are some of the things that you, you, you struggled with, your opportunities when you first started working at Devotion, uh, training-wise? Training-wise, um, again, I think just... C- 
confidence, really believing myself, believing that I can actually do the moves and make it look good. Um, and even when I, when I went out, that was kind of scary being in front of people and, um, and just, yeah, being able to, to be myself, I guess. (laughs) That's been hard, (laughs) but like I said, that's something that I've, that I've overcome. What are some of the moves that gave you the most uh, difficulty when you first started? Some of the moves. Um, let's see. I mean, obviously you're not starting out doing springboard presses, but even then, like, uh, what were some of the ones that really gave you some trouble and how did you overcome? Right. Yeah. Um, I'm like, trying to think because right now I've been like just focusing on the moves that I actually can do so <laughs> well, we'll talk about that then t- t- tell, me, that tell, me, tell me about the moves that, that you're able to really nail yeah um hurricanrana head scissors head scissors um, difficult yeah something actually I've been really wanting to do is like a, a backflip um but I can't do backflips so that's something I re- not yet I really, really want to keep on working on that. <laughs> well, tell me, tell me about your move set. Tell me about some of your the the moves that you usually like do, like in a match that you're able to really kick ass at. Yeah, so those two that I mentioned before, mm-hmm. um, and then I do a basement drop kick, um, and or like a snap mare into basement drop kick. Um, and then recently I've been doing like these, what are they? Um, you know, like those like chops that you do oh. when you're running. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't do the chops. It's more like of a, of like a forearm. Um, that I do. I don't really know how to explain it. I'm really bad at explaining things. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. I told you I'd take care of you. Now, uh, okay. <laughs> now, uh, tell us what the name of your finisher is. The name of my finisher? So, I have two, Satellite DDT and uh, the Black Widow. It's a submission move. Which one's your favorite? Because I love watching people tap out. Which one's my favorite? The Black Widow. It's it's nice making people just say uncle, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who who've you wrestled so far? Um, Rekka Tahaka, of course. Um, I've wrestled um, Heidi Howitzer. I I love I love working with her. Everyone loves Heidi. She's, um, she's the life of the damn party. Yeah. Um. I'm just thinking about girls that have wrestled. Um, I have wrestled a few guys, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, and, and Daisy, I wrestled her too. Um, yeah. Oh, Aligato. Um, she's she's fun also. What about Lilith? Yep. Yeah, I've wrestled her too. Wrestled Miss Lilith. How do you feel? Uh-huh. About, how do you feel about how women's wrestling is viewed now, as opposed to maybe like ten years ago? Um, 
I mean, is it still a big uphill ba- a battle? I mean, like the 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 women's wrestling in you know f- four years ago when they did the the revolution in WWE mm-hmm. and they brought in Becky and you know really like upgraded everyone that was awesome in NXT. Uh, other than you know, Paige was already there, and so was Charlotte. But uh, obviously, you know, they've made a huge impact. But do you still find a lot of difficulty in being taken seriously as a woman wrestler? Not as much being taken seriously. Um, it's just the lack of women that we have right now at Devotion. That's something that we're we are wanting is more women, so we do have more opportunities. Um, because I mean, me and Rekka, we can wrestle every single show, you know, against each other, but how long is that going to go for? You know, are you guys building a big storyline around you and Rekka or is it one of those things like you, you need more women to start coming into devotion? Yeah, no, we need more women to start coming to devotion for sure. Um, so I'm, I'm really glad that we have Grace, like I said, who's our uh, new trainee and who's learning pretty quickly um, to add to the mix <laughs> in there. How's the traveling? Where have you wrestled so far? I know I've, I've, you've probably been to Arizona, right? No, actually. Um, it's really only been Colorado, <laughs> out of state wise, yeah. Mm-hmm. Colorado. And you're always riding with Manny and uh, Rekka and, uh, and the brother Smith, right? Yep. How, yeah. How are those with road the trips? best movement? <laughs> how are those road trips? Come on, tell me. Who's who's making you roll the window down every ten minutes? <laughs> I assume it's one <laughs> of the brothers. <laughs> None of them, actually. <laughs> to be honest, like we, I mean, they tell their jokes and they talk about wrestling, um, and it it's it's really fun. They're funny sometimes. Um, or we do this thing where each person picks a song, any song that we want, and we just go around. Um, but sometimes I also need time to myself, so I just put my headphones in and <laughs> block everyone around me. Uh, but it's I, I enjoy writing with them for sure. They take good care of you. and I, It's one of those things where I get real mushy because I'm a real, like, I was telling – uh, I was telling a friend, I, I'm not going to mention her name on the hair right now because uh, everyone knows who she is, but uh, it's like she was like, you're sweet. And I was like, don't you fucking tell anybody. <laughs> but I get, <laughs> I get really sentimental when it comes to watching peop- gypsies and carnies, like I said earlier, gypsies and carnies, uh, everyone forming those family, like surrogate family. And I love, wait, I, I'm always on edge waiting for y'all to show up from utah and like hey what do you need like what you got what you got what you need uh and it's you guys are just man you 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 eat real quick and bam right back on the damn road if you didn't stop at the gym before you got to the to the venue yeah yeah it's always you know we we get to our hotel um wake up in the morning go to the gym and then head to the show or we or we get to colorado we go to the gym and then eat and then go to sleep and so yeah we're always doing something <laughs> well how uh because we've got a are you going to be at the next show uh in august i think in, i think in two weeks maybe a week and a half 
um, for DCW, CSW? Yeah, for CSW. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, just let me know how uh, paranoid you guys are. But if you let me know in advance, uh, I've been planning to cook uh, everyone a, a big uh, Hatch Chili Enchilada Fest because it's uh, my family has a, a farm in Hatch and uh, we get the chili really easily. I was thinking of uh, next time because I know y'all are, you know, it's it's tough being on the road all the time. Like you're you're paying for gas. I mean, it's a nine and a half hour drive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's long. <laughs> yeah, it's it's well, I'm just thinking about just cooking a big uh, enchilada feast for everyone to just get some refried beans and some enchiladas and a little bit of a salad because. Um, I've been really blessed in my life and uh I just I just like returning the favor and I just like watching the boys smile man. And the girls sorry Aww. and the girls sorry I, like is there a word for that cuz it's always been the boys, right? Yeah, I know. I mean, I understand. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> that you don't just mean the boys, that you mean everyone. <laughs> I I I really do and uh it's 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 a uh, it is actually one of minefields um goals is to constant like earlier when i said do you have a partner i didn't assume you're straight i didn't assume you're you know (laughs) like it's it's we want to make sure that we're doing our best to include everyone and make them feel valued and uh i don't know like shit man i got a random bonus the other day at work and i bought a brand new dj mixer and new speakers and i'm like man i need to pay some shit forward on this because this just dropped in my lap and i want to take good care of you guys so let me know what you guys like to eat because i do owe the brother smith a steak i did promise them a steak i was thinking that man we should just do a gimmick where we just got a grill going for everyone (laughs) yeah that would be great steak Steak. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys deserve it. You made the trip from Utah. You just busted your ass in the gym. You guys are like, geez, how hard is it to work out in a mask? Yeah. No, that that is rough. For sure. Mm. But, hey, at least, you know, it gets rid of that double chin. Hopefully, <laughs> I think. I don't know. <laughs> I've been trying to lose mine. I've been trying to lose mine, but uh, how do how do we uh, how do we find you on on uh, online? Yeah, so on Instagram and TikTok, it's lolas.big.adventures, um, and Facebook, it's Ola Lola. And uh, when can we see you next? What are your regular bookings? So right now, I just have um, the one at Devotion Championship Wrestling, which is on August 8th in Salt Lake City. And that's always Sunday mornings, Sunday mornings, right? On the on the CW. Yeah, so CW thirty, um, eleven a.m. Is that is that regional? I mean, or is can I can I get that myself? Like on Sunday mornings, is a little bit iffy for me because I party pretty hard on Saturdays. Yeah, so unfortunately, it's only if you live in Utah. I there's there's this one time I was in Colorado and it was a Sunday morning and I tried watching it and I, yeah. Couldn't. <laughs> is there is there anyone you want to put over? Um, I mean, devotion in general. Um, What's up, Manny? What's up, Rekka? What's up, Smith? Smith yeah. brothers. They they know they know they're awesome. So <laughs> they're humble about it too, man. I mean, it's funny saying that because Manny 
Manny behind the scenes has always been real humble, but like it's funny because when you see Manny like on stage, it's like the complete fucking opposite <laughs> of humble. But I love it. It's rare that I ever dig a baby face, and I am all in when it comes to you, in pun intended. Absolutely all in when it comes to you. Aw, that's so, awesome. Thank you. Let me know if anything comes up or if anything happens that you're passionate about and, or you guys – or if anything happens to Devotion because I got to get it. I got to get to uh, Salt Lake and, and see all you guys. I, I don't care how long I'm there, what floor I got to sleep on. I'm going to show up with my DJ equipment, uh, maybe two changes of shirts and uh, just do hours of interviews and talking to everyone and because you guys have such a great product and I'm so proud of everything that you guys are done because you guys have been so cool for me and you guys have actually put us over as a, as a podcast. I mean, the brother Smith, man, I, t- I tell you what, I tell you uh, an act of, of, uh, of awesomeness was keeping them in character for an hour and a half. That was awesome. I had them on the show and it was so much fun to talk to them, but they would talk about these other guys that they knew that may or may not, be exactly them up to absolute no good and i can't wait to meet you again and shake your hand and cheer as loud as i can for you and play your uh opening music man oh yeah thank you so much i really appreciate that well I'm, I'm gonna release this on wednesday morning and um if you don't have anything else to put out and holler at uh this transmission is over all right yeah thank you so much again you're welcome don't hang up Minefields, this is dangerous. Like I said, hang up.